You're listening to Racing HQ with Dave Stanley on Sky Sports Radio. Well, it's now time uh, on a Tuesday when we're going to put the spotlight on a different country club. And it's going to be our country catch-up. Last week we spoke about uh, the country championships. And today I thought, well, because we're in Coffs Harbour live, we might uh, have a look at Ballina. Because Ballina are not too far away. And they've had their uh, tough times in recent two years. But uh, a lot of effort's gone back into to getting that club up and running and, uh, and going. And Matt Bertram is the CEO and he joins us now on the phone. G'day, Matt. Hey, Dave. How are you? Very good, mate. Good to talk to you. Um, it's an opportunity, and we're going to do this for all the country clubs um, across New South Wales on a Tuesday around 11 o'clock. Talk to the, the CEO, talk to the trainers, the trainer of that area. And it's not so much talking about uh, horses that are going to be racing there coming up, even though we will ask the trainers that. It's more about focusing on your town and, and your race club. And from being here in Coffs Harbour this morning, we know how they love their racing in this part of the world. What's it like in Ballina, mate? Do you... you What's your crowds like? Do you, do you find your local community getting right behind you guys? Yeah, look, no, we do. We have a great racing community up this way. We have um, have a great local radio, community radio too. Dave, that does a fair bit of racing on that, which always helps as well. Obviously, you get the, the local 2KYs, the Sky Radio as well, and all those other meetings. But, um, yeah, we have a fantastic racing community. We don't get as big a crowd as, say, um, uh, Coffs Harbour on a Cup Day, for example. Our crowd's about that two, two and a half thousand on our major days, but we also try to get a few of them in a row too, Dave. So we, we race uh, Boxing Day, which is our, one of our biggest days of the year, and then our Cup Day is just a couple of weeks later in um, in sort of mid-January. So it's it's probably one of those things where if you, if you only had maybe the one, you'd probably get double the crowd or or, or something like that might happen. But um, at this stage, our crowds are about that 2,500, 2,000 to 2,500, and um, that's, uh, you know, it's an excellent crowd for us. Um, and we had a, you know, we had a pretty successful Boxing Day and, Ballina Cup that have just gone by and um, crowds are back, which was fantastic to see because obviously not just the flooding, mate, but prior to that we had COVID, so uh, it's great to see people back on track. Tell us a bit about the history of the club, mate. Um, how long's the the track been there? And uh, obviously it's gone through some changes, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, look, it definitely has. Um, it goes back to 1885, I think, mate. To be to be totally honest, I think we, we gazetted uh, race club from about 1885. Um, the course has had some uh, re-changes, well, changes and some um, reshaping over the years. Um, look, in the last sort of 30, 40 years, there have been some major developments with um, sort of a raising of the track, filling of the track, which was excellent because during the flooding, um, look, our race club flooded and our outer grounds flooded, but our track was high and dry. Well, it wasn't dry, Dave. It was, it was out of the flood zone because it is raised. A little bit like Coffsarb, as you can see, they, they have a, a, like a, an obvious step up to where their court is. So Ballina is similar to that. Um, but yeah, look, a, a long history um, over the years, uh, a pretty much a precinct. So there's a one road in, one road out. Uh, it's called Racecourse Road, and uh, we're at the end of that. 40 hectares of, of pristine farmland, and uh, we race uh, horses on it, mate. So it's a brilliant part of the world. Um, very very much surrounded by water, as Ballina is. It's a it's pretty much an island in Ballina and the Ballina race course is the same. We have a North Creek that runs around the outside of the race course. We have a, a major inlet inside the race course which is quite beautiful to look at. And uh, yeah, yeah. it's a fantastic racing town mate and a great place to race. How long have you been there mate? I think this is nine years Dave so um, a long time. <laughs> and what are the, some of the changes uh, that uh, that you've overseen up there at Ballina? Yeah look, look our changes, look we've had some massive plans go through the place. We've got a development application to rebuild the race course entirely actually so that would be an ideal sort of thing to do um the budget on that's quite expensive it's around that 10 million dollars mate so it's a lot of money um but look obviously we're planning for the future and hoping to get to those types of 
things in at, one, at some stage. Mm. Look, most of our most of the changes here are just are just incremental at this stage. Like you, you change, you know, in, irrigation, drainage. Um, you know, even the winning post is one of our our projects we've done recently. We've upgraded our winning post, and then it's just your, you know, these buildings. Um, you've got to maintain them and keep them modern um, for for people's comfort, so they can when they actually come to the races, they have a great time. So um, things like that are um, probably the biggest change. So also is just. Um, is just uh, the coming and going of trainers. We've had a lot of trainers here over the years, and but just trying to keep them, keep them happy, and keep them in in racing and in local racing in the Northern Rivers is is a difficult thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can sort of continue to attract that type of um, participant into the area. Um, the biggest challenge Ballina has is um, we don't have a lot of boxes ourselves in terms of the club. A lot of it's within the precinct itself, so it's privately owned, and I think a lot of clubs um, and it. it whether it's country areas or metropolitan areas, real estate's become extremely expensive um, and people, as they sort of get out of the industry, they, they sell their properties and they move on. So that's been a big challenge for us. What about uh, some of the uh, the new additions to training in that part of the world? We're going to chat with Brett Kavanagh shortly, but that uh, must uh, boost your confidence in the club? Yeah, definitely. Look, Brett's been fantastic. He's got a very professional team that are here. Um, they operate day in, day out. Um, Rain, hail, or shine. To be honest with you, they they do a fantastic job. I looked at Brett's stats. He's um it's very hard to sort of identify <clears throat> from our point of view what what Ballin is producing for him. But um you know he's he's, a, he's I think he's only about five wins off his total wins of last year, which shows you how well he's doing. So I'm sure Ballin is a huge part of that. Um you know look, it's just great that he can you know he can send horses from from Scone to Ballina and vice versa. I noticed he had a winner during the week and that horse raced um. I think it's called rhythm. Rhythm is a dance, and that horse raced pretty much solely in Ballin the last preparation. So it's great to see them, you know, coming here from Scone or going back from Ballin and being competitive wherever they go. So um, gives him great option to place horses. Um, Stephen Lee's based um, pretty much on site as well as at a beach um, down in South Ballin. So and Brett's got got access to those beaches as well. So it's, it gives you a great tool. Um, and I know the boys down in Coffs Harbour um, have the, have a similar setup as well. So. The, the local beach and the waterhole and things like that, uh, the salt water, gives horses excellent um, opportunities to to, re, to recoup from a race day and um, you know, get them fit and well for the next race start. Righto, what's on your wish list? Uh, what am I? <laughs> well, just we just love to have um, just upgrade as much facilities as we can. Um, we we suffer from you know a high rainfall area, so ideally for us is you know high high on our list is is. Um, Irrigation and, and drainage, Dave. You've got to keep those modern. Um, you saw some some bad incidents lately with um, places like the Gold Coast and even Pakenham recently, where you know they find breakages and it's by the time they find that it's too late. And you know a lot of these things happen underground and you don't know until the race day. So we're keeping those things modern is essential. And um, you know we'd love to to modernise our facilities and get more trainers on board. Matt, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mate. Uh, it's a beautiful part of the world, Ballina, and I look forward to seeing how it all unfolds uh, when it comes to your major races later this year and into early next year, and also how these Ballina horses go when it comes to uh, the qualifier, well, not the qualifier, but the country championships uh, here for the northern part of the country, oh, the, the, not the country, but the state uh, here at, uh, at Coffs Harbour. Yeah, look, it's a tricky track, Coffs Harbour, for, um, for visiting trainers. So, look, the locals will be very hard to beat, I imagine, on Saturday, but... Stephen Lee's got an excellent hand on the day. Byron Eyes is a very progressive mare and um, Horse God Field Regiment, which will race on speed, is very tough. Um, got metropolitan Brisbane form, so horses like that will stand up. Um, great race. Look, probably um, 
Capsali and, and Bon Cassie is going to be hard to beat for, from the locals, but um, Stephen Lee's qualified a few times, and I imagine he'll, he'll have one of those horses in the Cronulla on Saturday as well. Sensational, mate. Thanks so much uh, for your help this morning, and uh, good luck with uh, all the meetings coming up. Yeah, thanks, Dave. All the best. No dramas. Uh, we're on uh, Country Catch-Up. We're focusing on the Ballina Jockey Club this morning. We'll take a break. Back soon.